Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the podcast. This is the Fantasy Footballers DFS podcast. We are bringing DFS for the rest of us. Whatever you are playing this week, FanDuel, DraftKings, Draft, it does not matter. We are trying to make it just a little bit easier. A little bit easier when you log in this weekend. I am your host, Mike, the Fantasy Hitman, right? You can find me on Twitter at FFHitman. I am joined by my fantastic fantastic co-host Chris Meany from the Fantasy Sports Network. You find him on Twitter at Chris Meany. Chris, how is it going today? Yeah, it's going good, man. It's going real good. Happy to talk some football with you. Last week was a was a success, not going to lie. Yes. I, I, love, I love people just coming at us and saying thank you, you know, played this guy, played that guy, worked out. I mean, that's what we're here for. That's what it's all about. And, I mean, I just love that. I, I love just helping people out. So hopefully we can keep it going here. It does feel good. It warms the soul. It does. When I see that we're helping some people out, we are usually joined by our other co-host, Ben Cummins. Unfortunately, he is working with Ja Rule and the Fire Festival Part 2, so he's getting involved in that. I tried to talk him out of that, <laughs> but unfortunately, he's dealing with some lawsuits from that. <laughs> but, he couldn't take so, the so loss it, in the Battle Royale. <laughs> he had to bounce. That's Hey, that's a good point. He got last this past week. So that's probably what it was. He could not hang his head in shame and endure what we would put him through this week. Anyways, if you are just joining us for the first time, the way this show works, we bring you some cash picks for FanDuel DraftKings. We bring you some tournament picks, those GPP picks. We talk some of our favorite stacks. And then we go head-to-head with our own lineups where we try and, and take each other down. Chris Meany, I believe you were the the champion this past week yet again yeah it, it was uh it was a pr- i mean my bears almost got your you bears were were phenomenal man if i would have had them in my defense we've been talking about a lot of money here this past weekend <laughs> but uh it was it was the dallas it was it was the dac attack stack and even yeah the dallas mega stack was incredible yeah it worked out it, it worked out and uh spoiler alert maybe going down the road again with uh, a mega stack a little bit later on. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. All right, well, let's get into those cash picks. Straight cash, homie. All right, Chris, I see you've got a uh, uh, kind of got that heavy hitter, and then you got a nice cheap play. Who I love the cheap play, by the way. So go ahead and give me those two names before I drop one for everybody. I know you you like when I go high and low, so I, yeah, I, I, I love to, dude. It's the, I, yes, it's the combo, man. If you're in a street fight, you go high, you go low. If you're in, you know, DFS lineups, you go. You go high and low. It's, it's basically the same thing. Absolutely. I agree 100%. So, I mean, Carson Wentz, I mean, like, what is going on here? Yeah. This guy has it's unbelievable. a huge leap forward in his sophomore year. Maybe it was because Mikey had no weapons last year. Guys were dropping balls left, right, and center. He's not even on the same page with Alshon Jeffrey, and he is just balling out right now. He leads the league. I said this to you guys last week. He, he made that leap. He jumped over Tom Brady's MVP favorite. We all kind of laughed and joked about it. Uh, but then he has a monster performance. And, you know, FanDuel came out with their pricing before 
for that Monday night game. So if you look at over on, on FanDuel and you see Carson Wentz is like the seventh, eighth highest priced quarterback, you're like, whoa, it's $7,900. I mean, how can I not play this guy? And over on DraftKings at $7,200, the third highest priced quarterback. But look at the matchup here. I mean, this guy is playing well across the board. He's got a league high 17 touchdowns. He's second in the league in rushing yards. He, he's getting it done. And for San Francisco, th- this is one of you know three teams that are inside the top 10 in yards against or passing yards against, rushing yards against. Philly's at home here. They're rolling. There's a lot to like about Carson Wentz and the Eagles. I mean, Aguilar in the middle of the field, Carson Wentz hitting Zach Ertz. All of these guys are just connecting right now. So just my play in, in San Fran, just picking on this team, I think it's it, it may be an obvious play. It may be pretty chalky on FanDuel, but it will allow you to get some other studs. $7,900 on FanDuel. He's an absolute steal. The 49ers allowing the, the second most fantasy points to quarterbacks. And they just on both sides. Exactly. They just can't stop anybody right now. Yeah, the matchup is unbelievable for Carson Wentz. And when you throw in that price point, I think it's if when you're when you're filling out a cash game roster, it's gonna be pretty difficult not to fill him in. But for those who like to save a little bit of money at, at the quarterback position, that's generally how I handle my lineups. You got another name on here. And I like it. Yeah, and it's. I like it, but we'll preference this, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you may want to sit down. <laughs> you may want don't don't chew food. Don't be operate. If you're on a car on the freeway, pull it over to the side before we drop this name on you because it could be jarring. <laughs> Andy Dalton, the guy oh, who had one goodness. fantasy point in week one. He had nine fantasy points in week two. Listen, he took advantage of a, a good matchup in week four against the Browns. He had four passing touchdowns. I'm talking about the 49ers being bad. How about the Colts? Maybe even worse. I mean, this Terrible. is all about the Colts. On DraftKings, $7,600. Uh, or on FanDuel, rather, $7,600. How about over on DraftKings? At yeah, that's at, where it's at, DraftKings. Absolutely. You can get that bonus. You get that 300-yard game. It's certainly quite possible here. This is a Colts team that has allowed the second most yards per game, the second most passing yards per game, the seventh most rushing yards per game. They can't score. They can't stop anybody. They are allowing the most points per game in the NFL. So this is, I mean, he's got to be high on the buzz report. But at this price, I mean, why not? There are some guys in here that are expensive this week on the slate. Uh, apart from quarterbacks, that you're going to want to play. Andy Dalton, playing him, allows you to do that, and this is the matchup to do so. Absolutely. I I totally buy into that. I can't believe the DraftKings price, because over on FanDuel, the Colts are giving up the six most points to the quarterback. With DraftKings scoring, it's the third most, and he's cheaper over on DraftKings. So, so. So, I mean, that really opens up your options uh, by filling him in at the quarterback. If you don't have... That iron stomach to plug in Andy Dalton, and I do not blame you if you don't have the stomach for that. I think a nice cheap pivot it would be Tyrod Taylor, the exact same price over on FanDuel, just a little bit more over on DraftKings. He's coming off his highest DraftKings performance of the season. He's at home again. He's taken on the Raiders. They are second worst in that in past DVOA, which is that that metric that lets you know a the real value of a defense. It's not just yards and points. It's taking a look at are they actually a good or bad defense. And surprise, the Raiders' passing defense is bad. And we were saying that since week one, right, Mike? Before we even started week one, we were saying, listen, we're not buying into this Oakland Raiders They didn't improve it. Yeah, it's it's a mess. And so Tyrod Taylor at home, you know, the nice, safe rushing floor. 
and the, the emergence of Thompson as a weapon. And so it's, it's very interesting. Tyrod Taylor at home taking on the Oakland Raiders. Moving over to the running back position. I'm going to stay on the microphone here because I like I don't know I don't know if you're with me on this one, Chris. I like Jordan Howard. Yeah. This week. I I really like him every single week because in a cash game, you want guaranteed volume. And the volume is guaranteed for Jordan Howard, whose quarterback, Mitchell Trubisky, just won a game with four <laughs> completions because Jordan Howard is running the ball so much. He saw a hundred percent of the of the running back carries. You had two weeks ago when Tariq Cohen had his 14 carries on Jordan Howard still had a bajillion that week, but this this particular week they took him away. The defense handled it, and they they relied only on Jordan Howard. I mean, he has the fifth most rushing yards in the league. He's tied for fourth in terms of rushing touchdowns. He gets a matchup with the Saints defense. Now, I do believe in the Saints defense. I think they are improving, but Chicago is they're just they're better than I think they're really getting credit for at this time. So I think Jordan Howard is a nice cash gameplay. 6,800 on DraftKings, uh, 6,900 over there on FanDuel. So it, it, the matchup is good. The volume is good. Who are you going to play out in the in your cash game running back slot? You know, and just to further that, you were talking about DVOA, DVOA defense. I mean, the Saints' fourth worst rush DVOA yep. defense. Yeah, that's not good. And for Howard, 76 carries and 308 yards over those three games. And you know how many uh, completions to wide receivers over those three games? Three completions to wide receivers over the three games <laughs> for Trubisky. It's crazy. It's unbelievable. They don't even That's want impossible. It's nuts. It's crazy. I know they bring in Inman. That's impossible. They, it's three completions to wide receivers in those three games. I'm with you, man. It's all about volume and opportunity, and it's there for Howard. And people may just shy away from it because it's the Bears. Don't. It's a great play. I'm going back to Ingram. Sticking in this game, I mean, I, be, I keep going to Ingram, and the price keeps jumping up, and I, I, I just don't care. I still think he's a value over on fan because it was way too low yeah. I mean it's finally just catching up with Ingram who's still a fantastic that's play. right I mean 219 rushing yards nine catches three touchdowns since they shipped Adrian Peterson out of town 47 carries in the two games I mean he's getting all the carries we always I think a lot of people knew that Mark Ingram was a really good running back it was just again so frustrating to play and to own because of Sean Payton uh, but inside this is the key for me just the fifth most carries inside the five yard line and He's not getting taken out. He's getting those carries inside the red zone, which was always a concern. The catches are there, 24 on the season. So I'm going to play Ingram. I think it's a, it's a good play on both sites. You know, you get that bonus for that full point for the catches. And like I said, he is catching. But I think he's a, a better value over on FanDuel, um, $7,200. And then on DraftKings, uh, it's right at the same price, basically. It's $7,400. And, and I'm going to just go to another running back that I feel like he kind of passed the test for me in, in Chris Thompson. He's had one bad game, and I've always kind of shied away from him in cash. I said, yeah, he's very explosive. He could have those bad games. And even with Rob Kelly coming back and Samaj P. Ryan being mixed in. I was going to say, Rob Kelly's the big question for you. I know he was very limited last week, but he's just returning from that injury. So, But – even knowing that, you still have the confidence in Chris Thompson. I do. I, I still have it. I mean, it's because of the price. It's it's fair. It, he's a better play for me on DraftKings at fifty eight hundred dollars because of those catches. And he just has. He's only had one bad fantasy game, really. I know that they can come, uh, and he's only had one game with more than eight carries, and he's still putting up some pretty good numbers: five touchdowns on the year, a threat to score in, in every single game. He's always involved in the passing game. He's he's hard to bring down. He's got two one hundred yard receiving games. He has four games with 
at least four catches. And this is a high high total, the highest of the week. It's it's a 50-point total. Uh, I feel like Washington will be able to score some points here on Dallas. So even though it is cash, I know there could be some concerns with Thompson and with Rob Kelly coming back. I, I just feel like Thompson is going to be involved in this offense, and they're just going to find a way to get the ball to him in space, and, and you can attack this this Dallas defense. Going to move it over to the wide receiver position. The name I want to bring up is Pierre Garcon. He has seen the seventh most targets in the league, 20 more targets than his next closest teammate. So there appears to be a target hog on the San Francisco 49ers named Pierre Garcon. They get to take on the Eagles. Their average against the pass, we just saw Kirk Cousins, you know, he had a, a pretty solid fantasy game uh, and this is one of those, okay, well, let's look at the game script. San Francisco cannot compete with the Philadelphia Eagles because the Eagles, I mean, you're talking nearly two touchdown favorites in this game. But that just tells me that C.J. Beathard is going to have to throw the ball and the targets are all going to Pierre Garçon at this point. So I, a he's point. a little more volatile because of the quarterback change, but the targets are there. Only $6,100 on DraftKings. 6700 over on FanDuel. So you get a little bit of the uh, that salary savings if you play him over on FanDuel. But the matchup is great. Like the Eagles, they're giving up the fifth most points to wide receivers on DraftKings, seventh most over on FanDuel. Am I, this one might feel a little bit gross, but I still feel confident going with Pierre Garçon. Who are you playing? Yeah, you- Chris you mean. should feel confident about Pierre Garçon. It's all about volume and opportunity, like we said with Howard. I mean, I'm go my two wide receivers here kind of go with my quarterbacks, and there is a little bit of a theme. But again, there's some more wideouts here uh, in the DFS pass. If you if you don't have that already, there's some guys there. But AJ Green, AJ Green, I think is a must. I mean, he really is. You don't even have to play Andy Dalton if you don't want to. If you don't feel great about Andy Dalton, like you said, Mike, feel dirty about it. That's fine. AJ yep. Green is the must. I mean, you got to play this guy. Uh, he had his touchdown streak snapped last week but that was a really tough matchup against the Steelers this one again it's all about the Colts here Indy allowed the most points per game uh, to the wider like in in the NFL they can't stop anybody uh, through the air in the passing game I mean they're right there in in top 10 and points allowed to wide receivers as well so it this is sixth overall I mean over on DraftKings a full point you got to play him he's probably going to find the end zone and he's going to get that bonus and and then Nelson Aguilar for Nelson Aguilar he's He's back. He's back. He's out of Bustville. That's right. And he's a real wide receiver. He is. I mean, we got to give this guy some credit here for, for bouncing back. One of the biggest stories, I, I suppose, in the NFL, certainly comeback stories, where this guy was, you know, he was he was benched after lining up improper on, on a play last year in Seattle where it negated a 74-yard touchdown. He's back in the slot. And, I mean, good on Eagles for, for noticing the talent and giving him a chance because, like I said, the middle of the field just seems to be open, whether it's having a guy like Elshon Jeffrey taking away some of the attention. It's, it's leaving Aguilar. He's got five touchdowns already. I mean, he has at least four catches in 45 yards with a touchdown in three straight games. I already talked about the 49ers allowing the fifth most yards per game, the seventh most to wide receivers, and I think he's just still a steal, Mike. I mean, on FanDuel, he's $6,000, but on DraftKings, he's $5,500 against the Niners here. So even if you think that this game gets carried away and they lean on the run game in the second half, I feel like Aguilar will do enough and at that price point and what he's doing I can't ignore it the story of Al Aguilar it's 
it's really, really impressive. You're you're right, Chris. That I think that this guy needs more credit than he's actually giving. A first round pick seemed like an absolute bust. You have a completely new coaching staff. This was not their guy. No, Chip Kelly, Chip Kelly no, drafted. Done right, I guess. <laughs> right, and so Chip Kelly drafted, and then you often see the new regime will come in. They'll clear house. Say you're you're not a part of our future. They ship Jordan Matthews out right before the season, and which to everyone, you know, that meant that Nelson Aguilar is going to be a starter. And the fantasy community were all like, oh, yeah, nice one, Eagles. Yep. Enjoy that. Enjoy your first-round bust. But and here we, we all are. And we all laughed about it, right? We all kind yes. of laughed. There was, some, there, you know, there was a lot of talk in the season that he's looked good in the slot. And we're like, yeah, whatever. I mean, he, Yeah, exactly. Guy, it was, it was completely good. written off. But yeah. So that's a, a big tip of the cap to Nelson Aguilar for bouncing back and the Philadelphia Eagles for for seeing it and not giving up on him like most NFL teams would have done. Moving over to the tight end position, I got to get mine in here first because I like your pick much better than mine. <laughs> so it's all so right. it was, it, it, not that not that Jack Doyle is a bad pick at all because he's so cheap, 3500 bucks over there on DraftKings. The matchup is not ideal. <laughs> it's not ideal for Jack Doyle, but the opportunity is there. He's seen at least seven targets in three straight games, continues to be underpriced despite that volume. He just he allows he's like when you play Andy Dalton. He's just he's freeing up the the space for you to go get those heavy hitters at other positions. So that's why I like Jack Doyle. Cheap yet still going to get volume. But the guy I love, Chris Man, you you've got it nailed over here. So take it away. Yeah, I mean for Doyle, I mean on DraftKings thirty five hundred dollars, why not? But you're right, I mean it's all about the matchup. You're right. right that I have the better pick. No. That's no. what you're telling me, Chris. I, I'm telling you that <laughs> every week we come in here and it's kind of a it's it's kind it's like an ongoing joke. It's like we just pick on the Giants and we pick on the Browns, right? Because we, it works. It's like it's unbelievable that it's every single week. It happened again last week with the Giants and Jimmy Graham. So the Giants have a bye week, so we can't pick on them. But yeah, that's the really Browns unfortunate. Are playing, the Cleveland Browns are playing and Kyle Rudolph, and you know what? The Browns, again, allowing the second most fantasy points to tight ends, the most catches to the position, five touchdowns to tight ends already. And you know what? It should have been six last week. Marcus Mariota bounced one to, to Delaney Walker, who was wide open in the end zone. It should have been another touchdown. But for right. Rudolph, it's not even just about the matchup, Mike. I mean, Rudolph has at least five catches in three straight games. So it's not like we're going out here on a limb and just looking at the matchup. He's he's being involved. Cleveland is a tough team to run on. They really are. They can't do a, a, anything else all that well. But they are a tough team. They're one of the best. I think they're, they're actually number second DBOA defense against the run, which is a little bit surprising for some people to hear that. But they leave the middle of the field open. This is an on going thing now for for I mean I, probably about 30 games so they can't cover the tight end so Rudolph just play him don't think twice get him in there yeah I would say my only note for Kyle Rudolph is watch the status of Stefan Diggs he has call. made the trip over to England with the team it sounds like he's going to get the green light to play and we know that Kyle Rudolph when Diggs is out Kyle Rudolph really gets targets I still like him in this matchup because the Browns just get scored on by by tight ends. I still like Kyle Rudolph if Stephon Diggs plays, but if Diggs ends up being a surprise uh, out or scratch from this game, then it's really really full on wheels up with Kyle Rudolph. Yeah, it's, good, over to it, the, it's a good call. And in the, the DFS pass, I wrote that like keep an eye on Diggs. Like I downgrade him a little bit because if there's you're right, 
the targets and catches have been there because Diggs has been sidelined. So if Diggs does play, and you're right, it sounds like he's going to. Full practice on Thursday, made the trip. A little bit of a downgrade for him, but still a strong play, I feel. Moving to the DST just real quick. I like the Bengals. Like I said, with Jack Doyle going up against the Bengals, it's not ideal, but he's cheap in the volume there. But I think that the Bengals are a good DST play this week. 3600 on DraftKings and 4800 over on FanDuel. They've allowed the fifth fewest yards so far. And people, it's it's strange, Chris. I think that the Bengals' offense is casting just such a giant shadow on what the defense has been able to accomplish this year that that the people aren't talking about the Bengals D as a great play and against the Colts and Jacoby Brissett I think that they're a a very safe very safe play this week who are you going to go with yeah they're a really good defense I'll, I'll go with the Steelers here and you know again keep an eye on some injury situations and you know apparently Golden Tate was limited despite being having his arm in a sling. he's not there, like, he's not day. playing there's no way he can't it's play, nonsense right? yeah he, no I agree there's no way and Kenny Galladay hasn't played in weeks and then he was like he, could, he couldn't spot him at practice this week and so th- obviously Detroit has some issues here they really do and for the Steelers 24 sacks I mean this defense is for real much like Cincy this defense is really good in Pittsburgh 24 sacks tied for the second most in the NFL and the Lions well they've allowed 23 sacks which is tied for the most and you know I mentioned Tate not being around and for Pittsburgh they've allowed the second fewest yards per game the fewest passing yards per game Stafford has one 300 yard passing game it came in garbage time in that game against the Saints Uh, this is I just think it's a no-brainer here. This is a team that gets pressure, and that's what I'm looking for, a team that gets pressure on a quarterback, and on the flip side, a team that allows pressure. This is just a perfect situation. Absolutely. I love that pick. Before we move over to the tournament picks, those GPPs want to remind you about the ultimate DFS pass. This is the one place you need to go to be ready for the DFS weekend with articles from Chris Meany and Ben Cummins. We get those sleeper candidate picks in an article every week from Jake Seeley. Talking the Vegas lines in an, in an easy-to-sort chart, giving you those implied team totals, the over-unders, the, the, the value comparison. You hear us here comparing guys on DraftKings and FanDuel saying, well, this guy's a he's much better for your salary cap if you play him over on DraftKings. How do we know that? Because it's, it's really easy to look it up in the value comparison chart. So that and so much more. Go check that out. UltimateDFSPass.com. All right, Chris, let's talk those tournament plays. You down with GPP? All right, give me that GPP QB, Chris Meany. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, you know, there's a couple here, and I, I may want to get nuts. <laughs> I, I may get nuts oh, with you. Oh, please I, do. I'll, I'll start with Kirk Cousins. I have some concerns. We, we've talked a lot about some injuries. Keep an eye on some uh, some of the offensive linemen who, you know, Washington lost in that game in Philadelphia. If some of these guys don't play, maybe you want to pivot off Kirk Cousins. I talked about the total, the point total. And on FanDuel, $7,800 has 20-plus FanDuel points in four straight games. On DraftKings, he's $6,400, Kirk Cousins. Again, 20-plus points in in four straight games over on DraftKings. He's got a 29-point game. He's got a 27-point game. He's got a 31-point game. Cousins is starting to get in a little little bit of a rhythm now after losing two 1,000-yard wide receivers. Sean McVay leaves. I just feel like for Cousins, and in this matchup last year against the Cowboys, and the Cowboys... That was Jordan Reed time. Right. 
Jordan Reed showed up last week, and that's good news for Kirk Cousins. Now, Terrell Pryor remains to be seen. Where is this guy? Nobody knows. Jock Stockton is starting to trend up a little bit. Maybe, maybe um, Jamison Crowder is as well, even though he's – Yeah, maybe. Just maybe. At least that these guys played season highs in snaps for those wide receivers, which shows to me – tells me at least that they're healthy. But for Kirk Cousins, in two games last year against Dallas, who I think had a better defense last year than this year, Kirk Cousins threw over 800 passing yards in the two games against them. He had his way. Now, part of that was because of the two 1,000-yard wide receivers and Garcon and Jackson were gone, but also part of it was because Jordan Reed was you know, pretty good. Now he hasn't been, but for Cousins, 82 rushing yards in his last two games. He's moving around in the pocket a little bit. He's starting to run. He had 30 rushing yards in week one, not to mention what he can do through the year. I mentioned the total. It's a high total, 50 points, so I'm going that way. He also has a rushing touchdown. And when I said you want to get nuts, I mean, I'm going to get nuts here with Deshaun Watson. I'm seeing. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. I'm seeing people rank him outside the top 12, top 13. I don't care. Man. You're darn right I did, Chris. Yeah. You're, you're a crazy man right no, now. No, I am not. I, I feel like Watson will be fine. I really do. I know. Now talk me into this. I know it's a tough place to play. I get it. It's Seattle. Look, in tournaments, and if you look at the last, like, probably 20 millionaire makers, the quarterback has been owned in fewer than 10%. It's been a lower ownership than 10%. So for Watson, you can't tell me that people are going to own this guy. Like He's not going to have – he's not going to come with a high ownership percentage. So I feel like you're going to be a little bit different if you want to be different in lineups. I know Seattle's a tough place to play. They're only allowing 15 points per game. It's the best mark in the league. I understand all of that stuff. But ever since, you know, Fuller came in, it opens up the ground game. You already have a nice target in DeAndre Hopkins. I understand all of that with Seattle and their secondary, but Houston, third most points per game. Watson at least 17 fantasy points in every start this season. He's second in touchdowns. He's second in rushing yards. And for Seattle, they kind of struggle against running backs who can move around. They've allowed the eighth most rushing yards to quarterbacks this season. Watson, the third most fantasy points in the last four weeks, and he didn't even play. So I think it's a contrarian play that I can actually get behind. If some of these other people are going to roll out Dak, roll out Cousins, roll out um, Andy Dalton, Carson Wentz. I think it's a contrarian play where he can do enough on the ground, throw a couple touchdowns, return value, and, and you'll be on your way because nobody else will have this guy. I will say I have opened up the buzz report from the ultimate DFS pass, which the buzz report is we get data powered by Fanshare. Uh, it's this company. They're looking out on social media. They're gathering what people are saying about these players specifically for for daily fantasy of – uh, of other industry people saying, I'm going to play this guy. So, you know, it gets you a gauge on what the possible ownership may be because that's that's a tough cookie, tough cookie to crack because in a GPP, of course, you want to have some separation. You want some some differentiators. I have confirmed Deshaun Watson is not in the top yes. 10. <laughs> so clearly, Chris Meany, is, he's at least onto the contrarian play. I don't know. I don't know if I buy into the good play. That's but it's certainly nuts. Watson has been incredible. He has defied all expectations, all of my expectations. So why not? We talk about on the Fantasy Footballers podcast that sometimes you just got to stay in the flames even though you feel like you shouldn't. So we'll we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see on Watson. Yeah. Two, we'll, the name I want to throw out. Two touchdowns and like 50 yards in the ground. I'm fine. I'm fine with that. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of staying in the flames, Josh McCown, quarterback for the New York Jets. It's a lot of it's the it's the price, you know, fifty six hundred on DraftKings, only seventy three hundred on FanDuel, but he has scored over twenty five points in DraftKings scoring back to back weeks. The Jets are much better than they wanted to be 
<laughs> because they clearly wanted to lose games as they shipped everyone out of town. Unfortunately, they picked up Josh McCown, who's having probably the best year of his entire career. The Falcons' defense, they rank, they rank eighth worst in pass DVOA. So I, I think that Josh McCown is a pretty nice pivot if you're trying to save some cash at the quarterback position when you're entering these tournaments this weekend. Let's move it over to the running back position. Chris Meany, give me a couple picks here. Oh, we, do we have a high and low again? Yeah, we have Excellent. Kind of a couple lows here, but, you know, since Ben's not here, i got to give some love to Christian McCaffrey because we know, like, let's be honest, <laughs> if Ben of was course, here, of course. he'd be Christian talking McCaffrey about – would be yeah. the start of the week. Yeah. You've got to play Christian McCaffrey every week. you got to play him. Get him in there. Um, but, again, there's a lot of running backs here in the DFS Ultimate Pass. But for Christian McCaffrey, I like this. I love the matchup, too. I mean, I, I, I picked on the Bucks a lot. Uh, in my write-ups this week, allowing the third most point, uh, third most yards, third most passing yards, and that's what McCaffrey is. He's he's a wide receiver. Let's be honest. He's not doing anything on the ground. He's yeah, he's on tar or on pace for a hundred receptions, a hundred catches. I know. And some people are thinking it's unbelievable. And some people are thinking that this guy's a bust. He's on pace, like you just said, a hundred catches. Uh, he's you know, twenty-two targets. Uh, 22 catches, 30 targets his last three games. 44 catches ranks first among backs, as does his 59 targets. The Bucs are, are they're struggling defensively. They, they, they can't really get the pressure on the quarterback, and they're having some issues stopping uh, the passing game. So for McCaffrey, he's found the end zone in two of his last three games. I'm going that way. I actually think it's a pretty strong play on DraftKings because you get that I full agree. point, yep. right? You get that full point. I agree, and Ben Cummins certainly agrees. Oh, absolutely. I can hear him right now. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Um, and then I, I was gonna. Go, <laughs> That's a pretty good Ben. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna go to Mixon, but if you're, you don't want to go down that way again with Mixon. He is written up. I'll tell you that. But Theo Riddick is, is going to be a low on the buzzer. This one's very well. intriguing. Yeah. So I mentioned Golden Tate. I, I don't. You. We both think he's not going to play in this game. But when Golden Tate left that last game, I, I noticed something, and I noticed Theo Riddick. He caught four balls on that last drive. A lot of it was in garbage time. I understand that. Uh, but if the Lions want to move the ball here, they're going to have to use Riddick. I mean, I'm not buying into Kenny Galladay right now. And the I mean, you can't really pass on the Steelers, and I think they're going to be right. able to take away Marvin Jones. Yeah, he's probably going to get double-digit targets. It's going to be hard for him to score and do something with those targets. So for Tate, unlikely to play. I'm looking here at Riddick, who's not far removed from an 80-catch season. He had 80 catches once, and I think they'll have to lean on him. And in his last two games, he's got nine grabs, 90 receiving yards. He had a six-catch game in week one. Uh, and Pittsburgh allowing the sixth-most catches to running backs. They struggle against running backs. That's the one weakness that, they, that their defense does have. $5,300 on FanDuel. Again, I think he's a strong DraftKings play like McCaffrey. $4,300. You get that full point for that catch. And I wouldn't be surprised if he catches like you know seven or eight balls here. He certainly could lead this team in catches. If he can get you that bonus, sneak in the end zone, you're going to be on your way with Riddick at $4,300 on DK. I'm going to throw out LeGarrette Blunt running back for the Philadelphia Eagles because he's playing the San Francisco 49ers. A couple weeks ago, the 49ers allowed Colts running backs, Colts running backs, <laughs> 145 rushing yards, a score. We saw Zeke just absolutely embarrass them last week, and now LeGarrette Blunt is coming in with a with a really high octane Philadelphia Eagles offense. I told you about that the 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 uh, the favorite the 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 Eagles are favored heavily heavily, and that means. I'm buying in, uh, one, and that would mean that you're going to get a healthy dose of LeGarrette Blunt, 
and he's moderately priced for what he could give you. Fifty one hundred on DraftKings, sixty one hundred over there on FanDuel. And here's the here's the number for San Francisco. They are giving up the most points to running backs on FanDuel. Oh, another shocker. The most points to running backs on DraftKings. The matchup is too delicious. It is too delightful. Are you going to get some LeGarrette Blunt action in your lineups, Chris, or am I alone on this no, one? No, you're not alone, man. You you really aren't. And I think that's the way to go. I mean, there's some uncertainty with Wendell Smallwood. You don't know if he's even going to be able to stay in the game. I think they lean on Blunt in the second half, and I think he finds the end zone. And at his price, it's definitely worth it. It's a good call. Moving over to the wide receiver position. Chris Meany, give me some tournament plays. All right. Uh, I'm coming at you with two lows here. Uh, oh. Yeah, that's right. Hey, a little hey, bit different not here. too low <laughs> there because there's a below the belt where we just don't go. <laughs> that's right. So keep it above the waist and keep it clean. Yeah, well, we'll see uh, how you feel when <laughs> we'll I'm done here. We'll see. We'll see how you feel when I'm done here. Muhammad no Sanu. no promises. I'm going for the crotch. How do you feel about Muhammad <laughs> Sanu? $5,600 it's, on it's interesting. It, yeah, it, it really is, isn't it? And Matt Ryan, I mean, I can't trust this guy in cash. It just This this Falcons offense is so frustrating. If you watch against the Patriots, Sarkeesian, I mean, you talk about the fog at, at the game. Is, oh, man, the, those two there. calls at the goal line were, what are you doing? Well, exactly. What is he doing? He's clearly it, – it, He's overthinking things, but yes, he is. He really is. But I expect eventually that this offense is going to get on track, and it may be this week against the Jets. Uh, certainly, uh, you know, on Fanduel of fifty six on DK forty nine hundred dollars for Sanu. I mean, nobody has allowed more passing touchdowns than the Jets this season, so it's it's not like it's an awful spot for Matt Ryan. I think Julio clearly is is a strong play, and and the Falcon stack maybe it may be underrated a little bit, like under owned. But if you want to kind of pivot off, if you do want to go for that. Falcon stack and you want to get Julio and you, and you want to get Matt Ryan and even if you don't want to get either of those guys in Sanu 10, 10 targets and 6 catches last week he was involved he has a 9 target game this season in fact he has at least 4 catches in every single game this year minus the one he left early against the Buffalo Bills so uh, I think that's a it's a sneaky play underrated and also here with Brendan LaFell and I laugh oh, at man, myself th- when I say it no I'm not laughing you're I, in you feel it when I was forming my lineup as I'm trying to get that you know just fill in that final cheap play. Brandon LaFell was frequently going into some lineups. How can you ignore him? I, we already talked about the Colts here, about how bad this team is, and we like Andy Dalton. Of course we like A.J. Green, but, I mean, on FanDuel, the cheapest a player can get is $4,500. He's $4,600 on FanDuel, and on DraftKings, he's $3,700. I don't know if he'll be highly owned. He's got 15 targets, nine catches, and a touchdown in his last two games. So it's not like he hasn't done anything. He's at least showed up over the past couple weeks. And I expect Andy Dalton to throw three or four touchdowns in this game. So uh, near minimum price and a Bengals stack, I mean, I can't, I can't pass it up, Mike. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's definitely interesting. The name I'm going to throw out, Robbie Anderson, wide receiver, New York Jets. He is a boom-bust guy, but he's, he's nice and cheap. He's not Brandon LaFell cheap. But it's because he's done a little bit more. He's averaging almost 10 DraftKings points a week. Yeah, but he's being priced so low. I mean, it's. I I think that Anderson's very interesting. I talked about how I I like Josh McCown, and you know you want to get that, you want to get the stack going in at least a couple lineups. That's how you maximize your your point potential. So I think that he's an interesting flex if you're playing over on DraftKings. Moving over to the tight end position, I'll just keep going here. 
I'm going with Jason Witten. I'm going with the old man. He's getting done this The old man himself taking on Washington. It's a pretty solid matchup, first of all, for for the tight end position. Third most points given up to the position on both FanDuel and DraftKings. But this is also, I believe, in Dak Prescott. But I also believe in Josh Norman. And he is expected to be back. And he will be nearly eliminating Des Bryant from this game. So I see Dak Prescott trying to figure out the, the other option, and that other option frequently this year has been Jason Witten. Now, uh, I, we didn't mention him earlier, but Cole Beasley could be an, yeah. also a, a very contrarian upside play as we've seen the, the slot kind of handle business, the slot wide receivers against Washington. So Cole Beasley's interesting, but but Jason Witten is, is very interesting to me for the price, for the production that I think he can get this week. Chris Meany, who is your tight end tournament play? This may actually be one of my favorite plays um, of the entire weekend. It's Hunter Henry. Uh, I like Henry. I think he's very talented, and I think he's starting to get more play and more usage he's doing. And he's doing work with his targets. I mean, 20 targets, 12 catches, over 200 yards in his last three games. He's found the end zone, two of his last four. Shouldn't really be surprising. I mean, he had eight touchdowns last season, tied for the most with Cameron Bray at the tight end position. He led the Chargers with four catches and 73 yards last week. And I'm just looking at the snap count. If you know the Chargers, I mean, he started off the season pretty pretty weak. Yes, very low very, and was just blocking. Yeah, he wasn't doing anything. And if you notice, lately – this team is starting to win some games, right? Well, it maybe has something to yeah, do weird. with Hunter Henry. I mean, weird. They, maybe they've gotten away from Gates a little bit. 47 snaps in the in the last game for Henry, only 18 for Gates. That's 147 to 93. That's the snap count for these two guys in favor of Henry for the last three games. And guess what? Over those three games, Chargers 3-0. I mean, this guy is talented. He's much like Evan Ingram. He's, he's not your typical tight end. He, he's good. He can catch. He can make things happen in space when he gets the ball. And, and I'm, I'm, the Patriots defense has been a little bit better, Mike, but I'm not completely 100% buying into it. I think Phillip Rivers is going to be able to put up some points on the board here, and if they take away Keenan Allen, which Bill Belichick sometimes likes to do, take away that opposing team's best player, it's going to leave Hunter Henry for a few catches. I will say, comparing Henry to Ingram, Hunter Henry can block. He can. Evan Ingram right. cannot. That's uh, So comparing those two is like me saying, this bag of Doritos is healthy for me. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just, I can say it, but it's just not going to happen. But both are absolutely uh, emerging as as catch or, or pass catching superstars at the tight end position. Let's move into some of our favorite stacks. Stack attack. I'm going to keep it rolling because you were just talking about Hunter Henry. I love Philip Rivers, Hunter Henry this week taking on the New England Patriots. The price for all of them is favorable enough that you can still build a really stacked lineup going with the foundation of these two guys. And you talked about Billy B, Uncle Bill, removing their best weapon of Keenan Allen. He certainly could do that. But if you want to go with that mega stack in a Patriots game that could see a lot of points going on the board, Rivers, Allen, and Henry is definitely an intriguing. Just get one lineup, one one tournament lineup built with those three guys in there. I think that could be Good things. Chris Meany, give me your favorite stack of the week. Love your stack, Mike. And you know what? One thing we failed to mention. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> One thing we failed to mention. <laughs> it's not like I'm lying to you. I mean, I do love it. Uh, <laughs> one thing we failed to mention, we're talking about Hunter Henry, is Deontay Hightower being done for the year. I mean, I think that's the guy. Oh, yes. That's the yeah. guy that probably would, would be on Henry, right? So um, at least 
you know, some of the game. So him being ruled out for the remainder of the season, pec injury, uh, that's a huge plus here for this Chargers. I mean, been talking a lot about them. Got to roll them out, the Bengals, and they're all cheap. They really are, guys, except for A.J. Green. Uh, I'm Andy Dalton, got to play him. DraftKings, very cheap. Talking about the Colts, AJ Green, and I'm gonna and, and Brendan LaFell. I'm gonna go down that way. I'm gonna play three of them. Uh, I, I I said it last week. You know, it's it's not a strong play in cash and and head to heads and double ups. Maybe you don't want to go all in on one team just in case. But in tournaments, it worked last week with with Dak and Dez and Zeke. And certainly, if you want to get even a little crazier, you could put Mixon in there. I know he's been frustrating to own, but nobody's given up more rushing touchdowns than the Colts. So I, I'm really feeling the Bungles this weekend. Ooh, going with the Bungles, huh? Going the Bungles reference? <laughs> yeah, let's hope they're. All right, I got a I got an email here from uh, from Ben. Ooh. He was able to get that Wi-Fi from uh, from Court <laughs> dealing with the Fire Festival. He says he is stacking Christian McCaffrey. With Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> now, I don't know how he's going to do it, but he says he's going to fill him in at every single position. It's it. all Christian McCaffrey all the time. All right, let's get into the Battle Royale. DFS Battle Royale. All right, the Battle Royale, as it sounds, is us facing off. We we get, us our, get ourselves a lineup, trying to take each other down, try and prove who's more macho, who's got the bigger muscles. And that's how you that right? That's right. That's, that's, that's how you true. prove you prove your muscles with playing DFS. Perfect definition. Regardless of that statement, which is ridiculous, <laughs> Chris Meany, I want to hear that team. All right, buddy, let's uh, let's get into it. And and a lot of these guys, unfortunately, I've already talked about. So we're not going to throw any. We're uh, we're going to have a lot of we matching are, players. I'm we? guessing well, my running backs are a little bit different, but Andy Dalton is in there, of course. Uh, Lamar Miller. I, I, I'm telling you, I'm I'm, I'm interesting. I'm, I'm feeling this Texan squad right now. I'll just defend Miller just a little bit. At least 70 yards on the ground in two of his last year games. 12 targets, nine catches, over 100 receiving yards. And this Seattle defense, one of the worst actually against the run. So I think having Will Fuller, it just it opens things up for Miller right now. And I, I just love his price of $5,200 on DraftKings. Mark Ingram, I'm playing him. He's getting the bulk of the carries. And Chicago's got a very underrated defense of their own. They can't stop the run, but they've been pretty good against quarterbacks this season. A.J. Green is in there, a wide receiver. So is Mohamed Sanu, as is Nelson Aguilar. Hunter Henry is my tight end. A lot of these guys I've already talked about, Mike. Brendan LaFell, you're right. I'm rolling him out there against you at the flex spot. And the Saints. I mean, Trubisky, I mean, come on, man. Show me something. Throw the ball. And if he's going to throw more than – if he's going to have more than four completions, I'm banking on, you know, a couple interceptions at least. I'm I'm pretty shocked here. We we actually don't have a bunch of matching. Oh. I do have the Andy Dalton AJ Green stack because come on, yeah. <laughs> the price point on DraftKings says that's a great play. My running backs, I'm going with Garrett Blunt, who I talked about. Then Shady McCoy, nice. of course. I mean, you you got to pay up here for these types of running backs. But Shady finally got in the end zone. He scores really predominantly all his touchdowns at home. And guess who's at home? Shady McCoy. So eighty-seven hundred bucks against Oakland. I'm gonna take that. AJ Green, like I said, I'm gonna take Brandon Cooks, who has been playing pretty well, pretty well. I mean, we know Chris Hogan was kind of the hot stuff for the first few weeks, but Brandon Cooks seems to be establishing himself back as the number one for that team, and he's only sixty-eight hundred bucks. I mean, that's I think that's a pretty smoking deal for well, potentially Tom Brady's number one wide receiver. I'm going a little bit cheap here with maybe uh, 
Hopefully, Jay Gruden, Coach Jay Gruden of Washington, says that this guy has oh, he's doing the uh, go, go has the hot hand. So Josh Doxson yes. is coming in here for me at thirty nine hundred. Baby hands Jack Doyle. He's too cheap. I got to fit him in, and then I'm doubling up with Washington. I am going to flex Jordan Reed, Woo. who is a Dallas Cowboy killer. I'm hoping for a little bit of that Thanksgiving turkey magic, not the part where uh, his shoulder came out of his body. <laughs> but the part where he was catching monster touchdowns. So I, I'm going with Jordan Reed, and I'm going to pivot a little bit at defense, save some cash. I'm going Buffalo Bills nice. against the Oakland Raiders. I don't believe in uh, last week's performance by Derek Carr and Amari Cooper and company. I don't think that's the norm for them. I think the Chiefs are just that, – that matchup is good for their offensive uh, skill players. So I'm looking for the Bills to shut them down at home. That is it. That is the show. Thank you guys so much, you guys and gals. Thank you so much for joining the Fantasy Footballers DFS podcast. Don't forget to check out ultimatedfspass.com, the only premium product you need for DFS this year. One low price gets you the entire year of articles and all those special reports. We will catch you next Friday. Hopefully, Ja Rule releases Ben so that he can get in here on this action. We'll see you then. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to another edition of the Fantasy Footballers DFS podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at www.thefantasyfootballers.com.